Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. What a privilege and an honor it is to be with you today, to be able to share this message of grace and the beauty of grace and how wonderful it is to have all of our listeners from around the world and in the Philippines and Mexico and and other countries throughout the, the, the U.S. And, and around the nation. We are so honored and privileged that you are taking the time <clears throat> to listen to our message and the beautiful message of Jesus Christ and how wonderful it is as we've been talking this week in regards to what comes out of our mouth, how much life and death are in the power of our tongue, and that we're condemned or we're justified by the words of our mouth. But I want to I want you to help you understand today that in Philippians chapter 2, verse 5, he said, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Now, how do we transform our minds? How do we change and, and deposit? As we deposit, see, your spirit is a completely whole, and it's been born again, it's absolutely perfect. But your soulish man, which is made up of your mind, your will, and emotions, has got to be renewed. How do we renew that? We renew that with the Word of God. <clears throat> In Romans 12 and 2, Be ye not conformed to this world, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. So what proceeds out of our mouth is what's in our heart. But actually the translation of that is what's in our mind. The Bible says, Whatsoever man believeth in his heart, that's what he is, Proverbs 23, 7. But that word there is talking about the soul of a man, the mind, the will, and the emotions. So how do I have <clears throat> the mind of Christ? Well, the Bible tells me in 1 Corinthians 2 and 16, For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct them? But we have the mind of Christ. And then in Matthew chapter 12, verse 29, which is a scripture that everyone loves to, to read, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest or <clears throat> relaxation for your souls. Now, the word soul there is the word suki in the, actual, in the actual Greek, and it means your mind, your will, and emotions. So if I want to have peace in my soul, the Bible says in Isaiah 26 and 3, if you want to have perfect, perfect peace, put your mind or fix your mind, establish your mind on Jesus Christ. So as I walk through life, <clears throat> that's what's going to proceed out of my out of my mouth. It's what's in my heart, what's in my soulish man, how I've renewed myself to think the right way. Because whatever a man think, if that's what that man's going to be, you can never rise above <clears throat> your most dominant thought. Now. What's in your head or what you're feeling or what you're dealing with is the very thing that's going to pour out of your mouth unless you've made some good deposits into your heart because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So have you made good deposits in your heart? When crisis come, when circumstances come, when situations come, when difficult problems come, when financial issues come, and, and all these things want to rise up, have you spoke that word to the point... <clears throat> that you continue to stand on that word regardless of what you're feeling? Or do you let you get emotional and you get physical and you let your, your, your anger and your bitterness and your resentment and your unforgiveness and all your hurts in the past, do they just come out like a tidal wave? Well, that's because we haven't understood and renewed our heart with the word of God because out of the abundance of our heart, our mouth's going to speak. See, we make excuses for why we respond like we are. I hear people tell me all the time, well, pastor, I just, I don't mean to say that it just comes out when I get angry. No, no. 
That's because that's what's been fed into you over the years. That's what's been poured into you over your life. And because of that, when crisis comes, when circumstances come, when situation comes, that's what pours out of your mouth. So we got to be careful because death and life is in the power of the tongue. Now, in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23, it says, Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. You know, James says, Let a man not think he's going to receive anything from God when he's double-minded. For he who promised is faithful. See, Jesus is going to be faithful, and that word's going to be faithful regardless of whether you're faithful or not. <clears throat> so as we stand upon that word, I love what Hebrews chapter 4 verse 14 says, Seeing then that we have a great high priest, which is Jesus, who has passed through the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold fast our confessions. When crises are coming, pressures are coming, and circumstances are coming, and situations are coming, you've got to continue to speak the right thing. You can't do that if you haven't made deposits. It's kind of like when you're in school, when you were growing up and you had a test. Nobody could talk during the test. But the day before, the teacher had went over the test, reviewed the test, and told you what was going to be on the test. All you had to do was review it. And then when the test came, you were prepared for the test, so nobody was talking. God doesn't talk a lot of times when you're in a test. Why? Because He wants you to speak the right thing, say the right thing, overcome the test. Why? Because you, you have power in your tongue to have life or to have death. And he said in Deuteronomy 30 and 19, you choose death or life, blessings or curses, but you choose that you and your descendants will reap this harvest. So what you're speaking out of your mouth is exactly what you're living in your life. That's the beauty of grace.